0: Hey, 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 it's common man time, a chance for us to talk all things sport and take a break from the rigors of everyday life. Now, it wouldn't be a common man without the captain of the average Joes himself. Welcome, Forty. Welcome, horse. Welcome, friendly. Uh
1: I wouldn't say I'm average, maybe above average, slightly horse, maybe.
0: Oh, look, I just, I'm just referencing dodgeball. Um, Vince yeah, Vaughn's do. character, I... he's hes the hero. He's the hero, so that's what I was saying. If I can be
1: compared to him, I will uh,
0: accept that graciously. And, of course, you've already mentioned him. Who could forget the guy who put the dough in John Doe? (laughs) Say hello, friendy.
2: G'day, fellas. How are we? Ready for another podcast. I'm excited.
0: Good. Now, look, both of you, please don't take those nicknames as me having a dig. (laughs) I'm just trying to, like, really show that we are the common men. We are just the average Joe's, the John Doe, the man on the street. Okay. We all good. We'll take it.
2: Just regular human beings is what we are.
0: Hey, I'd say we fulfilled the mandatory welcomes and intros that every podcast requires. So are we ready to hop into the episode? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Come on. Let's do it. This Month in Sport! Well, welcome to This Month in Sport, and to kick it off, we are going straight to the NBA, where the All-Star game is not too far away, and we've got a very special little segment today, which is going to be our All-Star selections, and it has a little jingle. This is the jingle for our All-Star selection game. Now, I'm going to throw it over to Friendy.
2: Friendy, can you tell us, what are we doing? What are we doing today? Allstead and four. this is a very exciting time. You know, what I love about this new concept of the All-Star game is this thing called the team captains. Now, for the last couple of years, we've had LeBron James and Giannis. They've been going head-to-head. And pretty much what we've discovered about this is that Giannis is not very good at picking a team. So I thought rather than putting it over to those guys again, because we know that it's LeBron, um, it it was going to be against Kevin Durant, but we're going to talk about what's happening there. Mm. But how do you two feel about being the team captains today? We want team Horstead versus team Ford. Are you guys in on this? I'm down. I'm I'm good to go. Forty, what about you?
1: I'm ready for a rumble in the jungle. I tell you (laughs) what, it's going to be a combination of Giannis and a bit of LeBron. Um, i'm excited for this
2: oh i i uh I, I like this already you two have known each other for a very very long time mm-hmm. and i know that bragging rights are on this and uh, i'm looking forward just to kind of commentate how things go as we as we are but as we know in every all-star all-star weekend there's always players that get voted in that always also get injured so we've got a couple of players that we're going to be in but for today's selection you guys will not be able to pick them yep. We've got Kevin Durant, who's been injured, and uh, Sabonis from Indiana Pacers has replaced him, and Anthony Davis, AD, has been replaced by Devin Booker. So, fellas, those two players, you can't touch them, all right? That's okay. Um, That's fine. With this, Forty, quickly throw it to you. How do you feel about Jason Tatum being elevated into the starting five?
1: Oh, great. I I mean, in my uh, voting, I I put Jason Tatum as a starter, so I think that's to be expected. (laughs)
2: No biasness there. <laughs> now, oh, for before we- hey, I'm
1: ble- I bleed green, so I'll, I wouldn't suggest that at all.
2: Horse, what do you reckon the chances are of forty with his first selection picking Jason Tatum? Come on, I'm hopeful. I'm <laughs> very hopeful. We'll have to wait and see. I will tell you but what, you, you I've got to-
0: I was going to say you wouldn't be a a true Celtic fan if you didn't. I think you really. It's on the line. If you don't, I'll be it's telling you
1: out of line. You're throwing out a line. You want me to, to to catch that? We'll see. Hey, like, I've got a criteria that I'm going to be uh, picking my players
0: by and I'll be sticking sticking by that horse. So we'll see. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that hook just dangling in front of your head. There's a green and piece pe- of bread on it. Oh. <laughs> Come on, take it. <laughs> the,
2: all right, I'm going to jump in question. here, boys, because the banter is quickly forward.
1: I, I do have a question. How will we determine the winner of our teams? Will it be oh, an old NBA, NBA 2K battle or something? Oh, yeah, oh, wouldn't that be
2: cool? Oh, that's that's not a bad idea for it. Not a bad idea. However, we're going to put it to the public too. We want to see who they think, is whether they would pick Team Ford or Team Halstead. So we'll chuck that up on the socials later in exciting times. Now, fellas, as we know, there is uh, five players from the East, five players from the West who get voted in to be the starting five. And as I mentioned, Jason Tatum has been elevated onto the starting five for the East squad. Horse, do you want to quickly run us through who made the All-Star Five for the East?
0: Yep. So the starting five for the East are Giannis. Uh, we've got Bradley Beal, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, and Jason Tatum, as we know. Cool. Oh, ho, ho,
2: ho. And Ford. Ford, can you let let the people know who made it for the West? Well, LeBron,
1: given Doncic, <laughs> oh, uh, Curry, uh, Jokic, and uh, Kawhi were the five Ooh. West. Starters.
2: So, as as people listening right now, you need to understand that you get these two will get to pick from the starting five from the east and west to form their own starting five, and then we'll get into the reserves a little bit later on. So, with that being said, this is how we're going to start this off. Forty. I'm thinking. Oh, here of a we go. You got to pick a number, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> i go. I've got a number between one and ten thousand, and horse. <laughs> I've got a number between one and ten thousand. So forty. Have a guess first. All right. I've written. I've written the number down. So I'm not cheating. I'm going to say number five. One and ten thousand. Between one and ten thousand, you picked number five.
1: Well, that's between one and ten thousand.
2: Horse, what what are you going with?
0: Um. This is going to be a a long. Bit of a no-brainer. If we're if we're doing prices right type scenario, I'll just go number six.
2: <laughs> That's well, how it works. Who's closest? As you can see here, as I place the, the thing up, I've gone 7777. So because oh. of that horse, you are the closest Woo! man, which means you <laughs> this get is the a, first this pick
1: is a joke
2: of the inaugural common man what? podcast all-star selection. This is this could change the tra- trajectory. What happened word.
1: to a good old-fashioned, you know, rock, paper, scissors or a coin oh, but, toss? Oh,
2: but, but why would you not go with a sort of a common game of between one and ten thousand exactly i'll play oh, that all well, the it's time.
1: ridiculous and
2: we're off and running so horse we're going to throw straight to you mate you get the first selection of the common man podcast all-star selection who are you taking for your first pick look it's tempting there's a lot of
0: everyone's on the board and it's exciting but there's a reason why he was the overall uh, vote leader. I'm going to go with LeBron.
2: I just got to do it. Safe option there, horse, but well played. Yeah. Ford, over to you, mate, with your first pick.
1: Well, I'm going to go with uh, the Serbian sensation, uh, the MVP favourite, uh, Nikola Jokic, the one and only Joker himself. Ooh.
2: Ford, just quickly, no, you didn't want to go with Giannis?
1: Nah, Giannis. Uh, Giannis has been on the losing team uh, the last couple of years, and uh, I don't think he's had a good year this year. So I'm picking Nicola.
2: No, nah, Nicola's had a great year. All right, over to you, horse, for your second pick.
0: Okay, with my second pick, uh, I'm—he's just one of my favorite players. So it's an All-Star game. I've got to go with Steph Curry.
2: Going first, so far, I feel like it's paying off for it. I don't know how you're feeling over there, but. Um... I'm very excited. I wish we could cue the Adam Silver, you know that NBA draft music as it comes in. Horse, I don't know if you can. Oh, that, that I that do have good. it. I actually have yeah, it. Yeah, great. I'm going to put great. that in. I like that. I mean,
0: actually, I've, I've been putting it in the in real time the whole time. Haven't you noticed, guys? It's not like
2: I just edited in afterwards. Ford, over to you, mate. Your second pick.
1: Well, that would have been my second pick, Curry, because he is my second uh, player on my fantasy team, Jokic and Curry, but my third my my second player will be Kawhi Leonard, two-way player yep. he's going to bring cool. it, he's going to shut down LeBron, LA versus LA, that's what we want to see
2: Ooh, Fellas, so far I think you're both doing better than Giannis so well done on the start of your selections <laughs> Horse, over to you for your third pick
0: uh, With my third pick, I'm going to go with the person who actually is the MVP favourite at the moment, and that is the man mountain in the middle of Philly that can't be stopped. Joel Embiid,
2: Oof. the big fella just dropped uh, 42 points today against uh, in, in a losing match. Um, all right. My boy,
1: my boy Jokic, he's got him covered. Don't <laughs> worry about
2: that. <laughs> no, Embiid is a, is a man mountain. Uh, good pick. Uh, forward over to you for your third one. Uh,
1: This is going to fit my uh, criteria beautifully. Uh, Luka Doncic, um, you know, why wouldn't you want him? He's just an elite passer, elite shooter. He's going to fit with Joe Kitchen quite beautifully.
2: Well, if you you broke this down into categories, I feel like right now Ford would be dominating with the assist category. Um, But, geez, there's a lot of weapons already in Horse's team. Shall we continue? Horse, over to your fourth pick. Thank you. With my fourth pick
0: in the twenty-one All-Star Horstead versus Ford draft, <laughs> I'm going to go with the Enigma that is Kyrie Irving.
1: I'm really glad you picked
2: him. What why is that Ford? Why are you happy about that?
1: I just didn't want to I didn't want him on my team. He's he just gonna ruin the chemistry, and I'm happy for him to ruin Horstead's chemistry. I so. really I really Thank wanted you. to
0: pick Tatum, but that's
2: okay. He's still on the board. Yes. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I'll over to you for your fourth pick. Will you finally get your man, the one we've always all been waiting for? Well, I'm just going to go all out
1: here and pick my man. I've been backing him, but Giannis, why not?
0: Why oh, not? Going
1: with Giannis? <laughs> Come to Team Four, Giannis. This is going to be like the international team plus Kawhi.
2: Can I? Can I just? Can I just say it's interesting that Yannis has been picked up with pick eight when the last couple of years he's already been drafted. Obviously as a captain, so interesting, interesting.
1: Well, that is because he's normally has been the captain, so it would be interesting if he wasn't. What what will he get picked this year? So, hey, well, he loves his question. internationals,
2: so he'll be happy to be with his internationals still. So, yep. horse, let's finish off your starting five, mate. Uh, who are you going to select? Oh, look, it's a bit
0: of a no-brainer. I've already got Curry and Irving, so I'm not going to go with another guard. Uh, thank you very much. I'll take a Jason Tatum. <laughs> yes.
2: Oh, look, now, Ford, you've had your chance to get him a few times now. Are you okay about this situation?
1: Well, uh, look, I know Kyrie and Jason Tatum, it's just not going to work. So, yep, that, all the best to your horse. And I'll take the last pick, obviously, Bradley Beal. He's the league's leading scorer. Um, He's going to be very, uh, very dangerous uh, alongside Donkic. And Jokic, just firing passes at him. Kawhi, Giannis. Oh, what a team. I'm excited. uh,
0: He's going to be confused. Not playing for the Wizards and actually uh, playing with people that know how to play. So (laughs) let's see how he steps up
2: there. Well, fellas, that rounds out the uh, starting five for this inaugural uh, all-star selection for Team Horstead, Team Ford. And uh, rounding it out for Horstead, we have LeBron James, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, Corey Irving, and Jason Tatum. And for Team Ford, we have Nikola Jokic, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Bradley Beal. Fellas, over to you for a quick comment about your starting fives. We'll start with you, Horse. How are you feeling? Oh, look, I'm pretty excited that I
0: got LeBron and Curry. Um, they were the, they were the two that I wanted. And so, you know, that's going to be great. That's going to be really fun to see that said you look at both sides face to face, like, gee, they're pretty good sides. They're both really good sides regardless. Yeah, I think you're hard pressed to go wrong. Uh, so, you know, 40 formidable starting five there that you've got as well. No doubt about yes. it. Yes, Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see, uh,
1: wouldn't it be interesting? Giannis is going to play power forward. Jokic would play center and then obviously Jokic should be uh, stretching uh, out in the perimeter uh, rather than Giannis I would suggest. And then you've got Kawhi, small forward and the guards Donkic and, uh, and Beal. Uh, but yeah, Curry, Irving, Tatum, LeBron. Um, who was your fifth player? Horse? Didn't quite remember Embiid. that one. Embiid. Yeah. It's a, it's, that's going to be a cracker of a game yeah
2: yeah i really i really feel like both those starting fires very evenly matched and i really think this is going to come down to the reserves so very excited for what is in store with the reserves team
0: hey matt here having suffered from fructose malabsorption since my early 20s finding fresh fruits and vegetables that didn't make me feel sick has always been a drag that was until i found free and beatables Treat and take the offcuts found in butchers and abattoirs all over the world and use scientifically modified processes to turn that unused meat into fruits and vegetables. Beyond the benefits of such a high protein diet, after a while you don't even realise you're eating a random bit of offal shaped like banana. My personal favourite is a smoothie, meat smoothie. It's the first thing that I'll drink when I get up in the morning. But don't just take my word for it. Head over to freetandfeedables.com forward slash the common man to try our special trial pack just for listeners of this podcast. That's freetandfeedables.com forward slash the common man. Trust me, you won't regret it. Make your move to Freet and Feedables today.
2: All right, here we go, fellas. We're now on to the reserves. And because, horse, you got the opportunity to pick first, uh, I think it's only fair that we let Ford jump into the reserves team first um, to let him have first crack, which I think is going to be uh, its very interesting with the reserves. I think this is going to really determine uh, who gets the more all-round or more mm. solid team. There's some very good players here still to pick. Um, so hope you, hopefully you guys are ready to go forward. Who are you going to select as your first reserve?
1: Well, this would be the biggest stitch up um, who didn't make the starters and that would have to be Dame time. Um, Damien Lillard is my pick. Uh, I think he is, he's is un, unjust and Donkic admitted. He said, I think Lillard should have replaced me in the uh, starters. So, Team, um, team Damien Lillard to Team Ford.
2: Dame time, yes. Oh, if it's a close match, you certainly want him on at the end of the game around the logo area because he'll probably win it for you. Horse, <laughs> yeah. over to you for your first reserve. Well, ouch. You, you picked
0: Lillard and he did burn the bulls, but um, I'm over that. I haven't reflected on that since. Um, Hey, he's doing well with Irving since the move. He's an MVP. I'm going to go with James Harden. Ooh.
2: Teaming up Harden with his mate, Kyrie. Always nice when you bring some chemistry into this. Both players could have been in the, uh, the the starters. So great picks first up. Forward over to you for your second reserve.
1: Yep, absolutely. Going with uh, my man, Jalen Brown, my boy. Oh, yeah. Come on down, Boston Celtics. Unbelievable years had so far. He's becoming an elite two-way player. He's on team Ford, no doubt I about it. I feel like
2: we had to give him that one horse, but he may have gone a little bit early on Jalen Brown. I don't know about your thoughts, but uh, well, over to you for your second. I agree
1: to, agree to disagree.
0: <laughs> Look, knowing that you have gone early allows me the chance to be a homer as well, so I'm going to go with Zach Levine. <laughs> I'll get him on there. Boys, They just cancelled each other out. That's okay. All right. All
2: I don't want to play that game Look, of chicken anymore. Yeah, I don't want guys, to. He's a big Bulls fan, so he had to get that one. All right, Ford, over to your next one.
1: Paul George, lock him in, two-way player, long Kwai. Those two uh have been a dynamic duo. I th-
2: I think good call with PG. He's he's as we know. If it was a finals game, he'd be no good. But it's not a finals game, so I think that's a that's a good pick by you. So well
1: played <laughs> yeah. for showtime. He'll be great. <laughs> that's
2: right, horse for you, buddy.
0: Cool. Oh, now now it's n- it's Whoa. becoming not so obvious. Yes. Um, if I'm looking at who's who's coming on, and if I want a a bit of explosiveness. I'm
2: going to throw a curveball there. I'm going to go Zion. There you go. I reckon that, i tell you what, LeBron passing to Zion would be very nice to watch, I would have thought. Mm. That's that's some power. I like that pick. Big fan of Zion, big future. Uh, Ford, over to you, mate. You might well, I'm going to go with a little size, bit of,
1: yeah, a little bit, nah, I'm pretty pretty good with uh, what I've got so far, I think. So I've got a lot of power in my, my starters, uh, Randy. But um, I'm going to go with a bit of experience and leadership here. And uh, last year, this man, um, he finished the game in the last five, Chris Paul. And uh, yeah. to win an all-star game, we need Chris Paul, CP3. That's,
2: forward on, that's, That's a that's a sleeper, I reckon. I think that's a great pick by you. He's having a great year and he makes every team he goes to better but he just can't He's, win a championship, but he, he does make teams better. He does. Um, awesome. Horse over to you. Well, I'm going to go
0: with the best player on the team that has the best record in the NBA. And he might not have won rookie of the year, but he is going to get selection over Ben Simmons for me this time around. That's Donovan Mitchell.
2: Ooh, he Overrated or underrated Donovan Mitchell boys quickly on that one.
1: I think he had a fantastic start to his career, but yeah, he's sort of like just plateaued a little bit, but I think he's he's going to be incredible. Still player. He's just, um, yeah, I think he's just playing his role in this great Utah Jazz team at the moment.
0: Exactly. That's what I was going to say. He's playing his role right because they're going
2: superbly. Very well. Would have liked to see you. I hope Joe Ingalls is in the three-point comp. Don't know if that's coming out yet. Um, all right, over to you, Fort.
1: Well, I'm going to go with the Australian, Ben Simmons. I know he's another guard, but he could play any position, to be yeah, honest. so yeah, uh, He's a he's a def- defensive stopper, so, yep. Good Beautiful.
2: to see him picking up his scoring too, which is great. Uh, over to you, Horse. Oh,
0: look, let's be honest. It's an all-star game. We know that defense isn't a huge, big deal. And so I'm just going to keep piling on the guards and the scoring. I'm going to go with Devin Booker. Thought you might.
2: Devin Booker, obviously one of the replacement players. Again, I think this guy's very underrated. I think LeBron came out and said the same thing. Um, could very easily get you 10 points scores or 40 points. So very excited to see him in the All-Star team again. Mm. Well, fellas, we're getting down to the, the, uh, the pointy end. Only a we couple players some... left.
1: Yeah, we're, we're, we've only got, what, three players left? Two players? Four.
2: Four
0: players Who left. have got? We've got Julius Randle, Demasovic, Sabonis, and Gobert. Oh, the big fellas.
2: Interesting decisions to make here, fellas. Um, This this is really going to solidify your team. So, Ford, over to you, mate.
1: This guy has been on my fantasy basketball team, has outplayed his ADP by a mile, Julius Randle. And shoot the three. We want lots of threes in the uh, all-star game and he's a great facilitator. So he's my man.
2: He's been outstanding, hasn't he? I'm a big fan of Julius Randle. He's, he's a big unit too. So let's see how he goes in his first appearance, appearance horse.
0: Second last. And well, I don't have it to say, it really is the last one that I actually choose. Cause then I'm just left with whoever's left. And <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I uh, look, I'm going to back it up with another replacement. I think he should have been in in the first place and a bit of a big man presence as well. I'm going to go with Sabonis. Father
2: was a very great good. player. He's a great player.
1: Very good passer too, Sabonis.
2: Yeah. Yes. For a the big fellow, for big a six man. foot they ten. Long to pass. Very unselfish, yeah. international big man. So, very Absolutely. good. Well, well Ford, you're down to two, mate. Uh, what does it look like on your end? Who are you going to round your team out with?
1: I think, and uh, I might have to go um, big, Rudy Gobert, just to combat uh, horses uh, Joel Embiid. So I think he's my pick for big, my last pick for Team Ford, the big Frenchman. Yep, the big, the big. big, uh, the big
0: uh, let's get the COVID in the uh, NBA guy. Yep, I was, I was going to say you, you can take him on because we all know that COVID wouldn't have come to the NBA had it not been for Rudy
2: Gobert.
0: <laughs> it wasn't around at all in America. <laughs> And he was the one who did it. Um, Otherwise, the season would have just kept continuing.
2: Uh, Well, well, horse, let's hope your last player brings you a little bit of magic.
0: Yes.
1: Oh, nice call.
2: Beautiful segue. Yes, I'm left with a Vooch. (laughs)
0: Look, he's a big guy. He can shoot threes as well. He can go on a scoring tear.
2: Sorry, Vooch, you're not going to be getting too many minutes. Well, I'm just going to quickly run through the teams one final time. Team Horse, you've gone with LeBron James, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum, James Harden, Zach Levine, Zion Williamson, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, uh, Sabonis, uh, and Nikolai Nikola Vucevic. Is mm. that right? Vukovic? Vucevic? Vucevic. And... For Team Ford, team you've gone with Nikola Jokic, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard, Dame Time, Jalen Brown, Paul George, Chris Paul, Ben Simmons, Julius Randle, and Rudy, the coronavirus starter, Go Bear. <laughs> well, fellas, this ends the NBA segment for this podcast. Looking forward to seeing if any of your teams gets close to the actual ones selected uh, but that's been fun, fellas. Well done for participating. Hey, Forty, can I flip over
0: to you, and uh, you can talk to us a bit about the cricket?
1: Yeah, well, we have had the cricket season continue, haven't we? With the summer in Australia is finished in terms of cricket. <laughs> Tomorrow, well, and uh, then we've got a, we've had two teams. This has been a really Uh, weird concept hasn't it that we've had to have two tours at the same time and there's obviously all these elements with COVID and, and having to quarantine and all that sort of stuff but we've had um some T20 cricket already start in New Zealand we've had two games already played and I say Australia got their pants absolutely pulled down they got absolutely smashed that first game the second game was much closer with uh yeah, you know, Stoinis and Philippe and Sam's um, going berserk. But um, yeah, it does. I don't know. I'd love to hear your boys' thoughts about having these two teams because it really feels like we're not sending our best team. We definitely haven't sent our best team to New Zealand and playing against them, even though there's some still some very good players who would probably be picked uh, in the best T20 team. But boys, what are your thoughts? Is this a is what has what is cricket Australia doing? What is what is going on?
2: I think you nailed it, Ford. I think yeah, we took our maybe we took our C plus team over to New Zealand. Still, still, I still think an incredibly talented team, but you're missing some of your real gun international players such as Warner, Smith, Stark with the white balls, very good. Um, so yeah, missing some big gun players. And I think because South Africa got um, cancelled, we should have picked our best team because we're trying to get ready for the, the World Cup. We've hmm. got to start getting our best players in a bit of form. I think Finchie is on a nice edge at the moment because he is really out of form, and it's not good yeah. heading into the World Cup. Who's going to captain if he's not in? Horse, I don't know what you think. Have you even been paying attention to the New Zealanders? It's not very exciting.
0: <laughs> it is, isn't. I forgot about the second game and looked it up the next day and was like, wow, they both scored over 200. Um, yeah. Like, I knew that we got absolutely pants in the first game, and you just lose interest. What's it yeah. I, like? Like you said, it's the C to B grade team. I
1: mean, it's really Maxwell obviously is playing, which is great, but there's some really good players still playing in that T20 team, well, though, think, like, especially pay, out of the big bash. Yep. Yep. And yep. Sam's as well. Like yep. he's pushing a case that he should be um, in our Australian team. But yeah, it's just. It just feels a bit empty, doesn't it? Not knowing that it's it's clearly not our best team put forward.
0: See, the (laughs) other thing is we've selected this team based on T20 form, but for the most part, it had the fewest number of imports playing in the T20, Australian T20 this year in the Big Bash. And it's very hard to tell um, how good some of these players actually are based on who they're playing against. There's no, you know... There's no guaranteed form when you take it to that next level because it it is the next level. New Zealand, that's a great call, horse. Then they're, they're not minnows anymore. You know, they are one of the best uh, short form teams in the world. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. I mean, look, you could probably look at half the team. You know, definitely got a case, but yeah, like New Zealand, New Zealand, a top two team in the world, and so. Well, I've
2: just yeah, got this it's... up here, Ford. That they're the number one Test team. They're the number three. ODI team, we're number four, and currently in the T20 standings, we're second. I don't know how we're second, and they're six, which are probably not a true. Wow, Um, yeah. So that's interesting.
1: They're the top Test team. That doesn't sound right. Like surely it's it's India. India would have to be the top Test team. well losing
2: in two days against England probably didn't help India's case, but yes, India would be probably the better the better of the two. But yeah, as it stands right now, New Zealand are the top Test team. Crazy
1: that's probably about it for uh t20 cricket in new zealand because uh that talk was probably about as uh lackluster as uh, the way Australia's playing
0: at the moment <laughs> now let's move it on to some more lackluster talk because it's a topic that we all love that is tennis now it almost derailed australia again in terms of our covid situation but we got there we played an australian open we went into lockdown again thanks guys At the end of it, the Joker took home his ninth Australian Open victory just over a week ago and in doing so has really demanded he start being talked about in the GOAT conversations. He has a great record, sure, and looks quite capable of catching and overtaking both Federer and Nadal. But the question I wanna pose to you guys is this, are his achievements discredited a little by the fact he's a bit of a flog? And how much weight does character add to any GOAT conversation? Frendy, what do you think?
2: Well, uh, I'd love to have uh, Nick Kyrgios's thoughts on our podcast at some point. That would be fantastic. Look, give the man some credit. Ninth Australian Open, eighteen uh, Grand Slam titles. He's now two behind the greats in Nadal and Federer. Um, look, it's it's hard for him because Nadal and Federer are just such good people, um, and I think he's he's never going to be seen as as liked as those two. My thing would be. Yeah, he can be a bit of a flaw. I don't mind him as as much as he gets talked down and all that sort of stuff. He he tries to stand for the players. My thing is actually, a lot of his Grand Slams have been won when some of the big players haven't been playing. That's where I think some of these might be discredited. Um, so yeah, that's that's probably what I would say about him. But he's certainly in the conversation. He's overtaken Pete Sampras, um, and he's clearly the third best of all time, I think. Uh, but Ford, what what do you think, mate?
1: Well, if we if we look back to our uh, some previous podcast recordings, I believe that we did declare him Muppet of the Year in twenty twenty, uh, when he hosted his tournament, and uh, what a shambles that was of an organisation of a tournament. So look, there is some questionable. Um, uh, maybe, maybe he doesn't think before he acts or speaks um but you can't deny how good a player he is uh certainly he's up there i uh, i don't mind him too much uh something he can be quite a funny guy uh there's certainly a lot of um uh, funny things he's very good at impersonating uh other tennis players and other people and you know he can uh draw a lot of laughs from uh, the tennis crowds in in the way that but yeah he does he does i think speak out on certain things and um I don't know whether you can degrade his character by that but yeah i i i don't i don't mind him. he's not the true joker nikola jokic is my true joker but uh <laughs> but uh he uh yeah i i'm not a massive i don't love him i, I i'm a Federer guy i love fed oh, yeah. he's my man and that's so, partly
0: because of his character as well and he's the guy yeah. and he's an and- awesome guy
1: and uh, I was reading actually that a lot of the top players on the circuit, they actually voted um Federer as the funniest guy on the on the circuit, which I was like, really? And they also voted him the most emotional guy. <laughs> 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 which there's no surprise there. He said that we well, no, would no. start crying even in a romantic comedy. Um, so um, and which Federer admitted that would be true. So, but uh, Djokovic, um yeah, he, he's a great player though, you can't deny that.
0: So if we if we're to Um, dig a little deeper on this conversation as a whole goats do goats need to be of the highest moral character or have a really great personality that we that we love there's got to be something about them um beyond just their on-field achievements or is that not so much a big issue anymore
2: look i think if you break it down it's I would say yeah, it does play a small part. I think ninety percent of it to 95% of it has to be their pure talent and their achievements. But there is that five percent of are you a decent person? Um and you know, I, I this is probably where you know Shane 40s mate Shane warne came a little bit undone. Um he's had to work hard to to salvage his reputation um because he's one of the greatest of all time. But yeah, I think it has to. I mean, I think you look at Nick Kyrgios, who was probably the most hated tennis player two years ago in Australia. He's starting to turn his himself around because people are starting to understand him a little bit more and how he's wired. And um, so it has to. I think. I think it has. To. You look at Ben Cousins and you look at um, Gary Ablett Senior. It's tarnished there um, how good they are in terms of the game's greats. So yeah, character's big.
0: And then on the flip five side, five, probably seven, Gary Ablett Junior is seen as pretty uh upstanding kind of guy correct which, which correct. has done no harm to his goat aspirations michael jordan mm-hmm. when he was playing was also very much considered the uh what every nba player aspired to but- totally i
1: think it's it's hard though too because it's hard to compare again you know you look at these times and how social media and everything is Um, you know, in your face, you see everything, you know, back in Jordan's days, you wouldn't see a lot of that stuff. Uh, And so it's hard to compare and and sometimes probably even rip people's character a little bit, you you know, Leighton Hewitt, he was a bit of a brat. Like, can you look at Kyrgios, he's in the media, he's in the, um, you know, he's in the spotlight all the time. He can't get away from it. And so I think we've got to be quick not to judge, on that there's a lot of um, matu- immaturity especially look at these young players elite athletes and they're still working out who they are and so i think you even look at kobe kobe was not a saint uh, but towards the end of his career you, you know would see it. and so that just comes through maturity and the same with lebron and, and and jordan as well so
2: i was going to say with lebron like who is maybe the greatest we've ever seen, greatest athlete we've ever seen. I think people are still holding on to that decision moment when he left Cleveland to go to Miami, and they saw him as a bit of a flog when he did that. Um, so, it, it, back to your question, horse. Yeah, it, your character and your decisions do do change people's judgments very quickly, and I agree, Ford. I think we've got to be not so quick to judge.
0: There you go. We went deep. We went yeah, deep. we did. <laughs> That took we a did. turn. We,
1: maybe we um we probably are due for a, uh, another conversation, uh, LeBron v Jordan. Um, I know we've on <laughs> we have had we, we have had a little uh, we've had a few look. People ask for us to go in more in depth, but I think how that, much more in depth can we go?
0: Well, that's we just know Jordan's its own, the goat. It's its own um own podcast, isn't it? You and All me versus friendly.
2: Quickly. It's still Jordan.
0: <laughs> okay, well there you go.
2: We're, all in, a, we're debate, all in agreement.
0: Debate,
1: settled. debate over.
0: <laughs> and on that note, I think that is also the end of this month in sport.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for combat. Cross Crosscode
0: combat. Now, we have been waiting for this one for a few months. It's the chance to bring back an old favorite. We've got a cross code combat for you before we get into it. Let's have a listen to the rules. In cross-code combat, each speaker is given a sporting star with a challenge to argue why their athlete would be better in their opposing star sport than the opposing star would be in their given sport. It's clear as mud, really. And there you have it. As we said, it's as clear as mud. Today. Friendy and 40 are going to go head to head. I have taken myself out of this. I've had enough of being the loser today. I'm going to judge some people and actually be back in the judge seat. So you're going to get 60 seconds each to argue your points today. Friendy, you are yes. arguing that Nathan Lyon would be a better footballer than Luke Shuey would be a, Better cricketer. So, Friendy, you've got Nathan Lyon 40. Yeah, you've got me, Luke you Chewy. Uh, the champ is here. Uh, give me whoever. <laughs> I'm ready to bring it.
1: I'm ready to bring the, the trophy stain in the Ford household. Let's just say that.
0: So, we've got a Norm Smith medalist and we've got arguably Australia's greatest ever off spinner.
2: I thought the we'd goat. just
0: go something a little left of field, not so, uh, not like considered the champion champions. Of Australian sport or their chosen field, but these guys are good at what they do. I'm just going to get my timer up, guys. Now, if I remember correctly, Friendy, you decided that there was no telling. You just wanted, you just.
2: I think cut off. If we go too long, cut us off.
0: 40, how do you feel about that?
2: I've got it covered. I'm not worried.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, if that's the case. Friendy, let's uh, let's find out what it feels like to be in the seat where you don't know how long it's going for. <laughs> Although on reflection, I do sort of feel like they both might have had their own timers running. Frendy, are you having to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, is there some... Oh, I feel some pain coming through that does, voice. Does, does no, no, chip, no. Well,
2: does the champ want to go first? How do you want to do this horse?
0: Look, no, forty. you get the choice. Do you want to send Friendy in or do you want to have first crack? Remembering, um, I've got a short memory. I'm I'm going to go second.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was about to go first, but I, after you said that, I was going second. Well,
2: well played there. Well played. He didn't leave that one to the keeper. He, he played that one well. Yep.
0: Straight bat. Okay. I was so, about, I'll shoulder the arms and then I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> Friendy, you have got 60 seconds to get your case across
2: and your time starts now. Well, Nathan Lyon, the GOAT, Gazza, Gary, nice Gary. Born in Young, New South Wales, with a population of 7,170. It's fair to say this man is very special. Not many people come from this place, but when you do, you come out all guns blazing. Now he's been ICC Test Team of the Year in 2018 and 2019 and he's crafty, competitive, unassuming. 100 test matches, only 12 players have ever done this before him in the Australian test team. It's fair to say that this guy is consistent and he knows his stuff. He is also a curator by trade, which means he knows grass. He knows how field should be. He knows what's going to work well for him on the field. He's quick on his feet, he's live on his feet. I'm telling you right now, he would be a goal sneak. He would be an unbelievable footy player. He'd be able to curve the ball around, move the ball around. Why? Because he knows how to put rotation on any ball. That he touches. So we are gonna give Nathan Lyon the greatest footy player we've ever seen from the cricket team. Nathan Lyon, you are a superstar, and you are better than my mate Luke. Oh. Well, I, I wonder, I
1: wonder <laughs> the, the curators out there. They must be pretty handy with uh
0: with a football in their hand. With the grass, with the with the old wacky sabaki. <laughs> They, Dusty's uh, got uh, some curator background. I think Dusty, <laughs> would have yeah, maybe something in his roof that he's curating. <laughs>
1: I'm sure he's got some sort of grass that he's, uh, you know.
2: Look at forty. I feel like you're just slowing down the uh, the return of serve here. You look a little nervous, there, buddy.
1: Nah, uh, I'm
0: I'm I'm solid as a rock. Okay.
1: I'm ready to bring
2: it.
0: Well, I'm going to withhold any comment now. It's over to you, forty. Are you good to go? I'm ready when you are. On your marks. Get set, go. Luke
1: Shuey, he's not just a premiership captain and Norm Smith medalist, but a former Templestowe Cricket Club member where he played his junior and senior cricket and also continues to play in T20 charity matches against current and former cricket greats Justin Langer, Brad Hogg, Mitchell Johnson, current players Jason Berendorf and Andrew Tyre. Now, you've got to be a decent player to hold your own against former greats and current state players pushing for national selection. Not sure how Nathan Lyon's stick figure would go in a grueling football match? Well, I do. It would be like a crocodile come up and rip his guts out, beat him into parts and pieces, and his leg went that way and his head went the other way. To even suggest that Nathan Lyon could even hold his own in a charity footy match against former and current greats is an absolute travesty, and that's why I believe Luke Shuey is better at cricket than Nathan Lyon. Is that football boys declare me the winner? This is a Luke shoe
2: Oh, ho, ho. good to see. 40 just went uh, straight off the Wikipedia page as he normally does.
1: <laughs> well, you could have as well. And uh, to,
2: so, you, to
0: be fair, you, I... Frendy, you knew he was from young, a population of 7,000, just off Absolutely. the top of your head.
2: Uh, wow, he is, he is wow. the greatest of all time, Horstead. And but to be fair.
1: And okay. I believe on the Wikipedia of Luke Shuey, why there's no cricket mention. I did look, and there's no cricket about. <laughs> Can Luke I Shuey just say, me.
2: when you were talking about Luke Shuey, I was—I couldn't help myself. I was getting up and about, just talking about the shoe <laughs> star. He's A legend. But having said that, he's not as good as Nathan Lyon uh, at footy cricket crossover. You know, you know what I'm trying to say.
0: Well, it's a Luke Shuey. Let's be honest. Well, I'm going to take the reins back here, guys. I'm going to give you my verdict there's a few things that i need to take into consideration first of all kudos to both of you on the time scenario friendy you did go 0.6 of a second over um, well, i had to cut you off
2: i want to replay that
0: go to the replay well, we can do that <laughs> 40 you you parked it on 58 seconds so that is Beautiful. that is good um cool very well timed by both of you though because i know friendy, you did get out that last word that was just the one that tied you over from 59.99 seconds into the one minute point six of a second so <laughs> time's irrelevant okay yeah time's irrelevant that's not that's I'm happy not what to give him, i'm about. happy to give him one of my seconds if that helps just <laughs> even it out just a half a second that's all yeah. it needs uh that's it what i do have to say is friendy, you did spend 30 seconds giving us the background of I'm... Nathan Lyon being a curator, <laughs> coming from young, 7,000. The curator 000. is
2: very important. Where you comes told from, very that important. He told
0: me that he played over 100 tests for Australia, all of these things. <laughs> Forty got into the nitty-gritty straight away. He just said this is oh, why he's a better cricketer. He actually has cricket experience. He still plays. He holds his own. A bit like the time when I said that, Leighton Hewitt was actually offered a rookie spot on the Port Adelaide football club. But apparently that wasn't good enough for me to prove that he would be a better footballer.
2: Hang on. Before but I'm not salty make- at all. I'm not <laughs> salty at all. <laughs> Before you make your judgment, can I just say I only needed 15 to 20 seconds to to make my case. I wanted to spend 40 seconds just highlighting how good the bloke was because it didn't take long to, to prove to you that he is going to be the better footy player.
0: It's funny you say that because it didn't come across that way. Um, it came across to me like a lot of, a lot of padding at the start. I'll be honest, a lot of padding. Cause, cause you knew you were pushing it up a hill and I'm sorry. I did give you Nathan Lyon. He is, he's, it's harder to argue based on his frame that
2: he would be a better footballer. (laughs) <laughs> Mate, I'm he sure looks, he would he... be a better cricketer.
1: Man, I went to town on that. I went to town. Oh, gee, yeah, i at my lips when you're talking looks about. Like,
2: like he looks like um, uh, Mr. Burns off The Simpsons with a beer belly. He's got the <laughs> weirdest body shape of all time. He does.
1: He <laughs> does. But I tell you what, Frenchie, I was at my me lips. me nothing to work this, with here, horse. <laughs> you're giving me the cricket bio of Nathan Lyon. I'm like, oh, this is gold. This, <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? this is
1: not even a competition. <laughs>
2: oh, hey, 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 hey. Look, hey, so I will um, let, we'll let The horse curator to stuff though. was important. The curator stuff was important. Fair enough.
0: Uh, some might say it was a long bow, friendy. And for that reason, I've got to give it to 40.
2: He's uh, Thanks, he boys. continues to reign. Thank you. In Thank the you. Arena. I
0: appreciate it.
1: Oh, oh, look, when well, you're given one of the uh,
2: greatest sportsmen in the history of the world uh, in Luke Shuey, it's a no brainer you were going to win that. You know, I'm not even uh, salty because I love played it. one that, one good game. That's
0: that's debatable.
2: Oh, here we go. So you want to re- you want to revoke all that stuff you said about him, do you? He's I said he's a good
0: cricket player, not a football player. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well guys, it was nah, good to congrats. be back in, in the arena. How'd you feel after it after it? You're coming down from the high?
1: Well, my heart was racing. I was uh the adrenaline was up and um I'm just uh glad to keep the streak alive. Come on.
2: Can I, can I just say I feel like we need to give this vote to the to the public now. Oh, I know.
0: No. no. Of course,
2: I'm going to be the judge next time and you you've b- already got a loss in my books and we haven't even started. Cuz that's just I'm salty. Oh. So that's this- the, that's the thing wow. for I'm
0: always going to lose regardless of how good I argue. <laughs> I'm always going to lose. Because if we go to the public, you guys have a greater social media presence than me and you're going to have oh. a you're going to have your mates voting for you. And as you've just told us on air. Frendy, you already got a cross against my name for next time nah, anyway.
2: I'll, I'll be fair. I'll play fair. <laughs> I promise. Maybe. We'll see.
0: Tune in. Well, there you have it, guys. Another episode locked into the vault. As usual, you can hit us up on our email. You can see what we're doing on our socials and uh, send us a little a cheeky DM if you have something to share. Now, Frendy, I'm not even going to touch on the hats this time. Because I feel like that is that's just something that is uh, just not happening right at this moment. Yeah, pro- probably Don't go a good there. decision there, horse. Probably a good decision. But what I do know is happening at the moment is that 40 is really, really keen to talk about reality TV and give us just a little update as to what he's been watching and what he's been up to. i so, say, okay, so take it away, 40
1: Well, to be honest, I haven't really been watching a lot, but I'm disappointed. To see maths back on the screen, I was very angry last time, and I wasn't going to watch it. But Jen's now watching it, and I have to say, I have started watching it a little bit.
0: Okay, well, but on that note, we'll uh, we'll catch you next time, guys. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah, well, this is
2: the time when <laughs> I'll be fair. I'll play fair. I promise. (laughs) Maybe. We'll see. Tune in.